and welcome to another episode of Tribunal of the Grid, where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. My name is Brandon. I am Lena. And I'm Will. And today we will be talking about some drama, honey. We got drama for days, honey. We got drama all around. Okay. All around. Ooh, baby, it is getting juicy in here, the stuff that is happening, honey. So we're going to be covering a little piece of uh, allegations with Toei for what for what we understand, you know, because, you know, there's always some, uh, there's always some tea, you know, there's always some drama going on. But, you know, some things came into the light that, you know, that we want to discuss and that you know we have some opinions on so we're going to go ahead and and you know share that conversation with you all um so we're going to be talking about that also our very own ryan parrot who has been doing such a wonderful job job with the comics he has a surprise for all of us um you know and we're going to be talking about that and we're also going to be talking about some comics for that ass. We're going to be talking about <laughs> issues eight, right? Yep. Eight, yeah. eight, issues eight. Lucky eight. number eight. Lucky number eight of both Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. But first. Ooh. You know, in the Asian culture, eight means like Ooh. good fortune, infinity, all that great stuff. So we got trip double eights tonight. Maybe this Ooh. will be the episode. That hopefully will get lots of views, lots of likes, you know, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. You know, tell a friend. Okay. <laughs> you know, tell your friends, tell everybody. Tell everybody, subscribe to us, all of the things. All of the things, because guess what? We are wonderful and we do a wonderful job. So right? why not tell everybody, you know? Right? Why? And I just realized we totally segue that together. <laughs> we did. We did. And you know what? It was wonderful. It was it wonderful was. was what it was. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking oh my God. of telling friends. So we, of course, always, we always have, you know, comments. You always do. Because, you know, and we're always going to read them because that's what we do. Right? That's what we do. So, Byron. The homie went ahead and he uh, sent us uh, some comments on SoundCloud on our most recent episode. Um, now he asked, he says, any productions for season two of Dino Fury? So to answer that question, Dino Fury has already concluded production. Um, the cast is already back in the States. Well, all of them except Tesla, because Tesla isn't from here. Um, <laughs> So um, all of them are back home and they are all doing other things. Um, as a matter of fact, didn't Chance release Cherry already, right? Like, he sure did. Ooh. And if you all haven't listened, go ahead, subscribe to his thing on Spotify. I believe it's in the Chance name. And give it okay. a listen. It is a give it a listen. song. Like, it is. Chance is literally cha- like channeling like Harry Styles, but like a cuter yes. version, like a much cuter version. <laughs> Damn, not a much cuter. You said that much a little too hard. A I, much I mean, cuter have version. Have you not seen Harry Styles compared to Chance? Like, I mean, just saying. 
Like, I mean, come on. I only yes. speak the truth. You know, just say. But uh, yes, but still. And like, you know what? We're not... we're not here for Harry Styles, okay? We're here for Chance. So boo <laughs> Harry Styles. Like, <laughs> no one cares, okay? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. I am not... think about it, right? Like, they were both in boy bands, okay? They, the they were. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that, you know, Chance's boy band manager wasn't that great. They didn't make them, like, big time, you know? So, it, this is true. that's not the this fault of him. You know, he could have been a rock star, too. But listen, we, listen, we, he is the male Becky G of power. Yes. And ah. you cannot... Yes. And I appreciate it. He is. And I love it. I love it. Love it. I'm love here it. for Mikey. I'm here for Chess. I'm here for all the musical people. Like, I'm telling you, you yes. guys give me my playlist. And what I love about it is like nobody knows. So it feels like we're in like an exclusive, like cult-ish, club-ish. Because mm-hmm. it's like such an indie, like so small, so independent. I'm not gonna lie, it makes me feel fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just say, you know, when you put it on, you're driving, and your friends are like, oh, who's that? That's good. You're like, oh, you don't know? You don't know? You don't know? <laughs> like, who are you? You know, you make okay. yourself so cool. Like, look at you now. Look at that. Look at already. We're, we're that cool friend that has good, great taste in music, you know? Just, just, just Boom. saying. Boom. Because I'm going to tell you right now, like, there's been so many times that I've played, like, Naomi Scott's music in, in my right? car while I'm driving. And, like, Muggs will be like, excuse me, but who is that? Like, I really like this song. And I was like, oh, it's Naomi Scott. Who is Naomi Scott? Well, I'll tell you. Give right? it a listen. Oh, my and God. like, oh. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I do Becky, I do Naomi, I do all of them. Okay, I even do Emma's when she was um not her actual song because she doesn't have her own songs, but when she was on uh, obviously Dino Thunder, I and I know don't come at me. I know how she feels, but don't call her Kira. Exactly, just don't call her Kira, and she's fine with you. She won't fuck okay. with you. Okay, do not call her Kira. But anyway, don't don't do it. Hmm. I love Emma's song on the show. I know she doesn't like the songs that were chosen for her, but I personally Listen, love it. Girl, let me tell you. Okay, girl. <laughs> now, <laughs> I know she said that she do not like them songs, but I'm going to tell you right now, Freak You Out is my yeah. shit. Now, <laughs> she can say whatever she wants. What? What? But Freak You Out what? is everything. I'm like, no. Here. I'm with you. Girl, you don't understand. I'm with you. That's literally my fucking jam. That is my jam. I love that one too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't care and what I, she says. No. no. And I'm gonna tell you right now. For, I listen. I will always love freak you out because right? of that one scene where she was performing at Haley Cyberspace, and you got the black sister in the with the uh, with the twist in the background, fucking mm-hmm. it up. Girl was going down. <laughs> and I'm like, I know that's right. She is me. She is me. Now, baby, I said, yes, God. She better She better go off. Like, sis was doing the Matrix. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, uh, now I gotta look was at going down. 
watch do watch it just just look at just look at the girl she'll be like i'm gonna tell you right now she when the when the song first come in she plays some little chords and right before she hits and it goes like this right before she does that you got sis in the background on the far left and she does a little matrix move i was like yeah i'm telling you girl i'm telling you it's it's everything it's It's everything like it's everything (laughs) honestly just just, just do it. Just, just do all the things. Listen to music. Support them. And, you know, last but not least, please don't call her Kira. So we don't, wouldn't don't have to have this discussion one more time. One more time. Right? Because <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all just don't. I feel like, personally, I just feel like y'all just y'all just want the smoke for this moment. Like, y'all just want the smoke. Like, I, I just feel like y'all just want it. I, I, I don't... <laughs> I honestly, I feel like I feel like that's her goal in life is just to get her like riled up for no reason. For no reason. For it's like, no reason. Leave this lady alone. Like, and then you all get they all get all like sad about it or upset about it when she calls you guys out. Like, really? <laughs> you really think she's just gonna sit there and not say anything? Like, would you sit there and say nothing? Is someone trying to bully you? No, I think not. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like, come on, y'all. Like, just and the thing is, it's like, how, how long ago did she play this character? Like, over like 15 10, years ago, yeah, 10 15 years ago, 10, like 15 years ago. Oh it's God. like this lady done played so many other characters, and don't then don't try to hit nobody with the well, she wouldn't have been nobody without power. Nah, blah, blah. No, really I'm sorry, it was, it was really just a job, it, it really was job. just a job, and not even just that. Like, ultimately, if you guys follow her career, you all know that power just did not make her. It did not. It, it did, not, did not. It actually did absolutely nothing for her. Nothing. Like Nothing. So, I'm just saying, we're just saying like it is. It just call it like it is. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, fans, and I, and I love y'all. I love y'all so much. And I, because listen... I love Power Rangers just as much as y'all do. I promise you I do. Well, I, I am like one of the... We okay, have a whole podcast. We have okay? a whole podcast. About mm-hmm. it. Like, <laughs> we are lovers of Power Rangers. But also, we also recognize this is a very niche show. Power Rangers have not been nearly as big as it could have been since 1995. 1995 was like the, the pinnacle, mm. the highest that Power Rangers has ever been. And it and Saban didn't take care of it, so it's like it, the show just dwindled and felt and just dwindled and dwindled and kept falling, 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 and it just it it has never reached that height of success ever again. It just never did, and and I'm sorry, like y'all say what you want, and you can love the show, and and trust me, I love it just as much as you do. But at the end of the day. To say that, oh, nobody knows who you are if it wasn't for, I'm sorry, that is one of the most silliest things that you could ever possibly say. Because it's not true. If anything, you could say that for us as Power Rangers fans, we it's possible we wouldn't know who you are, but they've had jobs elsewhere. Elsewhere. I mean, I mean, speaking of like Brandon, um, Brandon J, uh, Brandon J. McLaurin. Right, that is a working man. That is a working ass man. Mind you, though, though, he was in She's the Man before he was on Power Rangers. 
That movie just saying was like fucking good. I don't care what y'all say. I love that movie. Just saying, like these are like people need to understand, like these actors, like not all of them are just fresh off the boat acting. Like that's not like this is their very first gig. Like for, for a lot of them, it is for a lot of them, but not for everybody, especially during the Disney era. Like, cause let's be for real, during the Disney era, they was finding some heavy hitters. Cause like um Kevin Duhaney, Kevin yes. Duhaney is a, is a whole child actor. He's a whole child actor. He is like, a he was child in Four actor. Brothers. He was in Honey. He was in like, I don't even know what other movies, but there's a shit ton of movies. For real. So let like I'm I'm gonna tell you now, like, don't even don't like Power Rangers is not just the jump off for for many actors. Like it can be, and it has been for many, but also mm-hmm. they had some heavy hitters come through, and you could tell. Because I mean, let's mm-hmm. be for real. RPM, one of the best acted seasons we've ever had. <laughs> and all of them mm-hmm. had prior careers. Pretty much all almost all of them had prior careers to the to that show. And are, and are working today. And are still working. Look at Rose. Oh my okay. god. Okay. That's the one who I was gonna say. Rose. Like that woman has been acting. She's also a child actor. So it's like from Disney. Okay. So it's mm-hmm. like, let's let's be for real now before y'all start really trying to dog people. Talking about, oh, you ain't nobody, you ain't nobody for Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Watch it. Because you're gonna talk about the wrong person. <laughs> Because these people have careers. Many people have had, like, well, even, like, the whole entire cast of Ninja Storms, like, um, Sally, Pua, like, they have literally have been acting and continue to act. They're they're big stars in New Zealand. Yeah. Like, I I don't understand the issue. Like, even the brother who made a guest appearance, Pua's brother, he's a major star in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. So, and even, um, uh, the guy who played RJ in uh, Power Rangers Jungle Fury? No, Jungle mm-hmm. Fury. Okay. Jungle Fury. Like, um, there's so many Jungle and Furies. Uh, and, and, yeah. And yeah. It's like, which one am I talking about? <laughs> Even him, like, the guy who played, uh, what's his name? David, I mean, speaking of which, it's a whole freaking celebrity, too. Also, he's done a lot of stuff. So, like. Antonia Preble, um, the woman who played yeah. Um, Claire. Um, yeah. Like uh, Mystic Force. Um, Mystic Force, yeah. Um, what, what was she in? Uh, SPD. Mm-hmm. And she was the tree girl in Dino yeah. Thunder. Exactly. Like, she's a whole oh freaking famous actress herself, too, right? Like, we yeah. go on. Like, there's a lot of freaking people who have a whole career, but yet still have power just as her thing, you know, as her, as her job, right? Right. And, mm-hmm. and another person, like, like Kim Crossman. She made a guess of, like, obviously she has such a small role on Power Rangers, but she has a whole ass career outside of that, too. Right. And it was right. not Power Rangers that made her. Trust At me. all. Trust At me. all. Because I'm going to tell you right now, like, especially for Kim Crossman, because no Tino Shade, she made Samurai what it was. I'm just saying. She, yeah. she made Samurai, and Samurai was still not good. But yep. she still she was, made the show better. She still <laughs> to did. To say that, and she only had, what, like a handful of appearances? Less right. than, maybe. Less than, maybe. She I came, feel like I've yeah. been like three times. Was it like three? I feel like it was yeah, only she, three. Did she come in like, yeah, I think it was like either four, three or four episodes that she was in. 
And yeah. some of them were barely like she was barely some of them that she was barely even in it because it wasn't really her. It was like the stunt, right? Like it was Yeah, she came her. in at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. So she it was, was like bedridden in one of them. Right. Yeah. So like, but the point of the matter is is like there are people that have a whole career before and after Power Rangers. Power Rangers, if anything, did diddly squat for them. It was just a job. It was just a freaking job. So y'all need to get off your high horse and yeah. make it like we made them. We did not make them, okay? We did not we make, didn't make them. We didn't make them. Like audition. If any, you know. yeah. If if anything, um, you know, because of Power Rangers, they've gotten um like a rabid fan base behind them that follows them or at right. least you would think ooh, you would think there's a portion of us that follow their careers but there's uh, i guess those people that are saying what they're saying literally just watch <laughs> reruns of them all the time <laughs> on power yeah, rangers and that's yeah, the yeah. thing and that's the most unfortunate thing about it the will because it was like the gag is it's it's kind of it's kind of sad when you think about it because there are so many people who still don't know that you know the they don't know half of the not even not even half like uh, even a smidgen of what the actors have done after Power Rangers and I feel like that's what makes Tribunal of the Grid so important because it's like we're literally like I, it's amazing how many times like all of us have seen when we post something, someone will be like, oh, they're in that? Or, oh, they're still acting? Oh, they're still, it's like, these people have whole careers. Like, what is what is happening right now? But it's like, at the same time, like you said, they only know them from Power Rangers and they're like, well, this is the only show that I watch. Right. This is the only show that I'm faithful to. Oh, so if know, this, like, this is the only thing I know that I don't know. But you know what's crazy too? Like, Okay, Eka, he was in Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was in Jessica mm-hmm. Jones. Like, how do you, I don't know, it just still blows my mind because, like, that's such a big fan base that you're telling me mm-hmm. you did not notice Eka was in that. You did not notice Ali Kane in Rain. She had a whole, like, she was the lead. She was Queen Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? She was Queen Mary in Rain. Yeah. She was also in uh, Once Upon a Time. She was also in um, freaking uh, what Teen Wolf, I think it was called. Um, Aika was in uh, um, one of the, um, I think it was also Teen Wolf, was like the originals or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, he was in the originals. Yeah, okay, he was in goes. the originals. I yeah. Think, yeah, he was part of the, like, the he was, originals, but he was, yeah, actually, he, was a, he was a vampire. He died though. Yeah, they made like a crossover sad, at some point too. I think <laughs> it was sad, but they did do a crossover. He was in Spartacus. Like, we can go on for days, guys. Yeah, They've done a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is it's crazy. It's crazy what these actors are doing out here, and it's like y'all like it's it, it's like Power Rangers is. I understand this is the show you love, but also like once they leave Power Rangers, they're not they don't hold on to the expectation that they're going to be like your favorites, well, like your like your Jason David Franks, who was just consistently. You know, throwing around power rings and being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not all of them are going to be like that. And that is something that I do feel like this fandom needs to come to terms with. And I'm not saying everybody. I'm not saying that at all. But I do feel like there's some people who need to come to that realization. And also, like, and all to be completely fair, too, and this is not throwing tea, like, shade or anything at Jason David Frank. 
he doesn't have an acting career outside of what he's already doing right now. He only has his social media. And I mean, he has like another white dragon. Okay, first of all, Brennan, that's not even boy, girl, you don't even get me fucking started. Okay. <laughs> don't even. That's not even. Listen. Listen. Uh uh-uh, uh. We're not doing this. No. No. No, I'm just saying. Like, no. no. And my point still stands. He uses his power and status to make that white of the dragon shit, okay? Like, no, I'm, no. No, 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 no. If I can, like, reach into the screen right now and just stop you this, I would. No, because I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. All I'm saying is that at the end of the day, he would have had nothing if it wasn't for his power and his status. And he is smart. He is smart for riding on that shit. I will give him that. He is smart for riding on that shit. I would do if I had that kind of power. Yes, I mean, like let's let's be like now on on the on the on the subject of JDF. I will say, with I'm not even gonna hold you. If I had the same clout of JDF, I would probably do the same thing. I would ride I, that shit to the world's fall off. I would ride I that sure too. would. I would too. And I I'm would. not against him. You know, I, I applaud him. I admire him for that. But yeah, I would. You know, and then and, and, and as much as you know, for those who've been listening as long as they have, they already know. Brett and I aren't exactly thrilled with Jason David Fry. But <laughs> I will give him that. You know, if I have that kind of fan base that's that dedicated to me. Fuck yeah, I would be running that shit too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because the thing is, it's like this, like he constant, like he had, he will forever be known, especially forever be known as the Green and White Rangers. Like that is what this man will always be known as. And for and for many people, who, especially who just because nostalgia is a thing. I really need for everybody to recognize nostalgia is a real thing, and that that shit makes money. And especially if you've been that influential in people's childhoods and they, they see you and they automatically remember, oh, you that guy. Oh, snap. You him. Like instantly money grab right there, right there. So, yes, I can completely understand him, you know, using that to his advantage. Absolutely. Like who wouldn't? My only thing is, and this is something that I do applaud Hasbro for, not so much in the toy arena, but in the sh- Show Arena, I do mm-hmm. applaud Hasbro for this. They are not leaning on the on the Tommy nostalgia. They're not doing it. And I and I love that. I appreciate it because my thing is Tommy does not make this show. He does not make the franchise. He is a he is a part of the part of the glory days of the franchise, if you will. He's a part of the glory days. He is is what all the children tuned in to see. Children were so upset when they thought that he was gone forever, but then he came back as the White Ranger. I mean, uh, so, I mean, we were those little children, too, so. (laughs) Well, I mean, honestly, I wasn't. Uh, I was upset. I felt felt for Cam. I was like, nah! I didn't feel for none of them. I didn't care. I was like, I was more (laughs) hurt when... Listen, I didn't. I didn't care. I'm not gonna hold you. I was like, oh, he's gone. Okay, 
Like I, I really didn't care when he left, but I was I, one, I was one of the rare ones. I, I just didn't I care. I just I went with it, and then when he came back, I was happy. And then he left again, and then when he came back, I was happy. I just like went along. Yeah, <laughs> like I think I was I think I was more like you will. I just went with it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But my thing was when he became. Like I was always a fan of him as the Green Ranger, I, and and I, and I never understood why until I was an adult. But I was always a fan of him as the Green Ranger. But as soon as he became the White Ranger, I realized like I just didn't have that same hype for him as the White Ranger. I just didn't. But I didn't understand why I didn't. And then as an adult, rewatching Power Rangers, I finally understood it. I'm like, oh. This is why I don't like, I, I didn't really care for him as the White Ranger or the Red Ranger or anything other than white, except for when he was the Black Ranger. Um, this is why I didn't care for him because it was like, for me, I, I was one of those, I was just one of those kids who I'm like, I want to see the others. I want to see the others get shined. Like I'm, I'm, I am the underdog dude. Like I love to see every, I want to see everybody win. I want to see everybody get shined. And it's just that I, I noticed even as a kid, like, why isn't Aisha getting anything to do? Why isn't, like, I, I want to see her. I, I want to see her do something, especially for the simple fact that I had, I had braids and I love the color yellow. And I, Aisha was like my, you know, she was my, she was my favorite. Like, I fucking love Aisha. Um, I want to see her. I want to see Aisha. I want to see... I want to see Adam get to do something. I want to see Rocky get to do something. You know, like I, I want to see all these people do do things. I want to see them get story. And every time you turn around, it was Tommy in the forefront. It was always Tommy saving a day. And it's like, can anybody else save the day? I mean, goddamn. Like, I mean, it's just, like, I mean, that's what it always <laughs> was. So I'm just like, Ugh. But that's what that's how I always felt as a kid. And then as an adult, I'm like, oh, I see what this was. Y'all was pimping that mug on us is what y'all was doing. Y'all was force feeding Tommy down our throat. That's what was happening. And, and, and that's really what it was. Because, I mean, in Zio, Tommy, mind you now, I'm going to say what I got to say. Even though I love Zio and Zio is my number one season of all time. But even then, I had a problem with Tommy because I'm just like, how Tommy had a whole had the same Zeo crystal as everybody else, but he still felt stronger than. Make that make sense? Like, like, make that make sense? Like, he still felt stronger than them, and I'm like, that doesn't. That's not right. Like, why is (laughs) what? Like, just this doesn't make sense to me. For the life of me, it just never made sense. And I'm like, mm, that's why. They just they just kept pimping this dude on us. And it's like, it, it became overwhelming. And even he couldn't even save Turbo. I mean, goddamn, Turbo was terrible. But, you know, hey. I don't like, think he I wants have a love to save Turbo. turbo. I think he just wants to get out. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, out. even if he wanted to, Turbo was, unsa- turbo was unsavable. Now, mind you, I love Turbo now. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. I, I have been rewatching Turbo, and I have found a new love for Turbo. <laughs> Sidebar, I found a new love for Turbo. I, I know this is going to sound really bad, because I am I have been the person to be like, I am not a fan of Turbo. But I don't know, man. I think I might... I, I think I might be joining the wheel boat. Now, mind you, I'm still going to say the Turbo movie is still on the bottom. But it's far... <laughs> But I have found a new love for it because I ain't gonna hold you. 
some of the episodes are like are genius. Some of the episodes are funny as shit. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, that episode with Eritan when TJ was um trying to save the uh, the nature boy. And, and that part was so funny when you got the red turtle ranger talking to nobody and everybody just sitting there looking at him like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that will forever take me out i need to make a meme out of that that is the funniest shit i have ever seen in my life i'm like I am discovering new things about this show that is just making me cackle. And I'm just like, this is great. I love it. Um, but back on track, though. Because um, we got so far off track. Uh, but, <laughs> but yes. So, <laughs> he also wrote the second episode um, gets a four out of 4.5. Boy Trap was really good. Yes, um, that that is an actual really good episode. That was a really good episode. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like I, I know I, I probably gave it a three, but no, it was good. It was very good. That that finale was just mwah. thank you, obviously, for always writing us. We really appreciate it. Um, and yes, onward to the show. Now, as I told you before. We are, you know, obviously going to be talking about some some heavy stuff. So, trigger warning. Um, now, for any listeners out there who are very sensitive to things like assault or anything like that, um, please go ahead and fast forward. Um, you know, because we don't obviously we don't want anyone to be triggered by anything. Um, and also just to let you know, this is going to, this is going to be very heavy, um, because these allegations are quite serious. Um, so just saying, you know, if this is something that you don't want to hear, go ahead and fast forward on down to when we start talking about our awesome Ryan Parrott. Um, but for now, we are going to go ahead and we are going to start talking about the towing situation. Now, first of all, y'all, <laughs> just as a lead-in, just, just, just so I can let the let people know what is going on, you know, with with, with little piece of Toei. Now, Toei has been kind of ratchet for a hot little minute, because <laughs> <laughs> I've been, <laughs> you know, okay, so if anybody also knows, I'm also on No Peace Fandex, and me and Lisa J have chewed out Toei multiple times um mainly because of how they just love doing um black hair in um in in their stuff um the first major uh occurrence that we uh that we had to speak on was Juo Lion, which for some strange reason, I don't know why Juodra is starting to trend now on Twitter, but whatever. Like, I just see Juodra pictures all over the place. And I'm like, why are y'all kidding? Yeah, I did notice that too. That's yeah, it's weird. Like, I'm like, why are y'all... Do, do y'all think that Juodra is the next season or something? Because I'm sorry, but I, I don't know. want it. It's, too, it's not aesthetically pleasing. I don't think so. It's what not. Is- oh, wait, is it the... Ju- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. <laughs> no. Exactly. 
That is what the people I'm, have been posting. Why does this knock look? Why does this look like a knockoff version of Ninja Storm with Wild Force? Okay, oh, that's fair. I think what it, it looks look- like those um those bootleg Power Rangers toys you would see like at the in a dollar market. store. That I well, saw yeah, at my yeah. store. I saw those at my store. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now. They look like they their outfits look like those um, those little animal print tees that you would buy at Target or Walmart. Like I'm just like it reminds me of Devin's or Devon's uh, his cheetah shirt last season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and even his look better than what than that crap they're wearing. I'm just like, (laughs) what is this? But but people are caping for this, and I'm like, are y'all for real? And then don't even get me started on the Megazord. Their Megazord is literally building blocks. They just stack them. Are you serious? Y'all are caping for this? (laughs) Really? I'm sorry, no, no. I understand. Like we, our choices are very slim. But I don't think Hasbro is going for this. I, I just don't. I don't think Hasbro is going for this. Like, and, and they might. They might end up being like, you know what? We might can actually turn this out. And if they do, wonderful. I, I, I hope that they are able to give us all the things <laughs> and make this a very good show. But I highly doubt it. Not when they got Kira Major. Not when they got Kira Major. Like, the Kira Major just looks aesthetically much better. Like it, it, it just looks better. Like I'm, I'm sorry, it just looks better. Um, you know, now it may not be the best show in the world, but it also goes right along with what we currently have. We, it also has a Green Ranger as a female. You know, it has the two females on the team. Um, you know, and it's. Like it has swords that you can actually break apart and form instead of just stacking on top of each other like building blocks. Like it, it just is. I just feel like it's the overall just better fit. But people are just like, "Oh, you older, you older." I'm like, no, no, no. But, but Zuo Lion, his human form in his human form. He now, mind you, in his animal form, he just looks like a regular lion, right? He has the lion mane, the whole lion face, and all that stuff, and he's walking around looking like some hobo. Well, in his human form, for some strange reason, instead of him just giving him a wig that is very similar to a lion mane, they give him so they got this Japanese looking dude looking like looking like a Rasta. Why? (laughs) Why? Why? Oh. Like, I, why, why are you doing this? this? This makes no sense. Why not give him a mane? Why are you giving him locks? Right. I, I, that is a is very this? odd decision. It's odd. Especially not when literally he, when he was a whole lion, he didn't have locks. I can see if, if he was a lion and he also had locks as a lion, I could see that. But he didn't. Y'all just made this random ass choice for no reason. Why? And it and it looked like a wig on this man. It just looks stupid. I'm like, no, y'all. This is not the move. This ain't it. But for some odd reason, I need y'all to see what I'm talking about. Like, no, yes, please. 
I need y'all to see and understand so y'all can understand exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Because this shit is ugly. I'm just like, I, I, uh, I just don't understand it. I, I don't, I don't get it. But they, but the, but the people are caping for this shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, so is this your king? Is this your king? Like, oh, I saw a clip of that. Someone sent it to me, and I'm like, "What the shit is this?" Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. This looks like um a damn party city ad. (laughs) I thought (laughs) I thought that was a joke. I didn't realize that was a real thing. That's a real thing. Oh, it's shit. real. That's nuts. I've I've never seen that before, and it looks horrible. It I looks saw shit. someone. I think like either Byron was showing it to me, or somebody. I I someone from the Ranger community was was watching it, or they were sending it to. I don't remember. Anyways, all I remember thinking was I thought that was fake. I didn't know what to make of it. No, it's very real. Wasn't he like a it's whole lion, and then he like took off his face? Well, no, what, what what happened is like their little morphers can change them from human anim, anim, animoids, I guess you would call them. Like they're like human, like animal humanoids. And then like their little, um, their, their morphers, their, their Rubik's Cube morphers can change them into humans so that they can blend in. But yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why are you giving this man locks? Why? I was just about to say that why does the whole ass Asian man have locks? Like, and these locks are like terrible too. Like, okay, he can be Asian and have locks. I'm not saying he cannot. But what I'm trying to say is like, why does it look like exactly what Will said? Like one of those, like, oh, buy this wig, I'll make you look so great for your Halloween costume. <laughs> That's exactly what it's given. And it looks terrible. It looks tacky. But the people are like really trying to like advocate for this. And I'm like, no, babies, I'm sorry, but it's a no for me. Like, let Japan have this. Let them have this. Let them have it. Like, no, we don't need this. We don't need this. This is one of those situations where it's just like, just let them have that. Just let them have it. Like, just let them keep it. And, you know, you can just continue watching that. And off of, you know, subbing or whatever. Because all y'all going to do is just sit there and say, oh, well, the Japanese version is better anyway. So just, like, let it stay there. Like, don't don't bring that here. Like, just just let them have that. But regardless. Um, so they're doing crazy shit like that. The current new season of um, Super Sentai, which what you were talking about, Will, is Zenkaiger. That one, the Yellow Ranger, who is also based off of Gao Ranger. Um, his his kikinoid form, he has locks, but he's a robot with locks. Why do y'all keep wanting to have and 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 he is a whole racist against his own people? So like he doesn't even like other kikinoids. He only likes humans. He doesn't even like other kikinoids. Which mm, that sounds a little. <laughs> That sounds a little interesting if you ask me, but you know, it's just, it's weird. It's really weird. I'm like, y'all got this mug as an Uncle Tom up in here? Like, this isn't cute. Um, So they did that, right? Well, 
on Revice, the current uh, little piece of common writer that they have going on, Vice, uh, the voice actor who plays Vice, was also accused of doing blackface. Um, and, you know, Toei, I mean, there's, there was mad pictures of him floating around, you know, doing some crew blackface going on. And yeah, uh, Toei was like, nah, we'll still keep him. It's fine. It's fine. We'll still keep him here. Mind you, there was somebody else on the, I want to say on the, on the show, on Kamen Rider, who, or was it? No, it was on Zenkaidra, I want to say. It was a voice actor who played the bird. Um, not the one who helps the Zenkaidra, but the ones who helped the, the villains. Um, he actually cheated on his wife. And he left his job fast. Like <laughs> he left his job. So apparently the bird is either not there or is voiced by someone else. Um, but yeah, like that happened and we got a new person doing that. But for some reason we can't replace or get rid of Vice. Okay, yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, Toei just has a lot going on. And I know y'all probably like, get to the point, we're getting there. <laughs> so... <laughs> um so yes so there has been a recent art there's an article that came out in the tokusatsu network um which you can you know research on tokusatsu network.com if you want to read along you most certainly can as we talk about it um and the tie and the actual headline goes lawsuit filed against toei for harassment and toxic work conditions now Let's get into it. An assistant producer is calling Toei out for harmful work environment. An anonymous assistant producer has filed a complaint against Toei on Sogo, on Sogo Support Union regarding the various issues. The letter. Now we're not gonna read the int- we aren't gonna read the whole article because that's that's y'all tea. Y'all gonna do that. Because <laughs> we ain't doing that on the show. But we're gonna hit little main points. All right. So, but I am gonna read this letter because this letter is like. It basically sums up everything. So I'm going to read that for the people. The letter. To whom it may concern, I am currently employed with Toei. I joined the company as a new graduate, and after working my way through the production department and the directing department, I worked as an assistant producer for Kamen Rider Revice, a work commemorating the 50th anniversary of Kamen Rider franchise from from November 2020. As of June 2021, I have been placed on adjustment order. Because of this, I have decided to join the Soho Support Union, an individually affiliated labor union, in order to make demands and collectively bargain with Toei Company. Listening to the current situation and the stories of the seniors who had left the field, I realized that this was not an issue that affected only me, but a problem that has been prevalent in the company for a long time and it has been left untouched. Additionally, the lack of legal compliance has been exposed on shows and hero shows and questions have been raised on social media. I don't think I could have had the courage to file a complaint against the company on my own. I would like to express my gratitude to Ms. Eri Nakayama, a female stage host at Theater G Rosso, who courageously communicated the current situation of Toei in the past, and also to those who conveyed their awareness of questions through SNS at Gal Ranger Festival. 
Two years ago, even though there was an incident at Theodore G. Rosso that made me question the company's decency, the internal response was to hurry up and extinguish the fire and no one bothered to tackle the root of the issue. Even now, even though I took a leave of absence and filed a complaint, the response remains the same. Of course, I am very attached to Common Rider Revice, a show I've been involved with for six months. They're involved in for six months. There are many people I am grateful for. And she names the people. Kentaro, Ma oh, I'm about to mess this up. Medea, Wataru Huga, Ayaka Imoto, Nor Noritaka Hamayo. Ooh. Boy, I am very sorry if I mispronounced those names. And the rest of the cast have been wonderful people to work with and have saved my life. I apologize if I caused any trouble to those people. Mm. Now, as a whole, like just to sum up some of all the things. So basically, the, they've basically, you know, they've been working. So basically she goes on to say in the article that, you know, she was being overworked and not paid what she was, you know, what she was due. Um, you know, so she she is owed money. Um, and Toei didn't didn't pay her for it. Um, because she basically worked a whole shit ton of overtime and they didn't pay her. They just paid like a flat rate and was like, hey. This is what you're going to get. You can work as many hours as you want, but you're only going to get this. Um, so Toy hasn't been paying her and probably other people what they what they do. Mm -hmm. um, also, there was, you know, sexual harassment cases going on. I am going to read this. Um, I was sexually... Now, that was weird. And I was like, oh, no, this is kind of creepy. Um I was sexually harassed by two staff members on set. The first was a freelance staff member in his 60s. We exchanged line, a messaging app for business purposes, and he persistently contacted me. When I ignored his messages he, and left him on red, he called me. On a, winter, on a cold winter day, he even held my hand. When I consulted Toei's internal hotline, they were unable to give me a warning from within the company because it was not a criminal offense, in quotes. Mm -hmm. And since he was a freelance staff and not an actual Toei staff, they couldn't do anything. Bullshit. Um, they ended up putting a vague notice in the staff room and called it a day. The second one was by a freelance assistant director. So basically what they're saying is if you don't directly work for the company, you can do whatever the hell you want. That's fucked up. I'm sorry. That's just disgusting. But anyway. It is. It is. The lack of um, care for your actual employees when, yes. you, when they're telling you that they're being harassed by somebody. They're being just harassed. They there, you can't do anything? You can't do anything? Yes. Like that is disgusting. Oh, that that made me mad. But whatever. With the excuse he called "quote unquote" direction, he called me. He called me in just just us two and made me stand in in a camera test where we stared at each other and ordered me to sit with him on the location bus. When I talked to my supervisor about it. He held an oppressive attitude against me. Later, when I met him, met him again in another filming, he harassed me by not making eye contact and not giving me necessary information over and, and 
overly reprimanding me. When I became an AP for Common Rider Revice, I explained the situation to the producer and told him that if given the choice, I would remove myself from the staff. The producer reacted with, you're lucky to be popular in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really? That's your response? You're lucky to be popular in short in such a short period? Wow. Like, my God. Come on, dude. Um, I would end up seeing my two harassers and working with them on set mentally suffering. So let me just say this. And Lena, you probably can, uh, can definitely attest to this. And we've even, I've even, we've even spoken on this, you know, before, but it bears repeating. Women have it hard. Yeah. Women have it hard. And like the gag, it's ridiculous. The, the gag is that like, when, like women are just being consistently gaslit every freaking day, every and just day. every just constantly every. are just dealing with bull, mm-hmm. and and you you're dealing you're dealing with men who just who just automatically have a preconceived notion of how they should treat women mm-hmm. instead not of even, like human beings. Not even just, just treat that. them any kind of way. Not even just that, but like constantly using being a girl against them being a girl or a woman or whatever they want to identify themselves. Right. But like, but see, here's the thing though. Like, let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. Now, when you start, when you start mentioning this and, and, and we're going to, since we're on the topic of, of, you know, uh, sexual harassment, men and I, and I know this, this has been said before, but I'm going to say it anyway. Men know what consent is. They know what consent is. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if they know or if they even get wind of another dude looking at their behinds instead of like somebody, instead of another woman looking at their behinds while they're sagging their pants, and they notice a dude is looking at them, they'll be ready to fight like it's nobody's business. They ready to fight. They ready. To, I ain't done with that shit, man. I ain't done with that. I ain't done with that gay stuff, man. How many times have we seen Fact. that? We've seen it Fact. hundreds of times, but yet and still, you don't know how to leave a woman alone when they, when they tell you no. Or oh, all of a sudden, now you don't understand what consent is. Well, not even just that. I was just okay. I was on TikTok earlier today, and it's funny we brought this up today because I thought, wow. Anyways, she was telling a story about how she asked somebody out, and the person essentially said no okay someone commented now you know what it's like to feel like a man or now you know what it's like to be a man i think that's what they actually said sorry rejection is all part of life it doesn't matter if you're guy or girl it just happens it happens it happens you know so for you to be like well now you know what it feels like um everyone knows rejection everyone doesn't want to be rejected Mm -hmm. who wants to be rejected no one wants to feel less than or that they're not important that they're not needed they're not wanted they're not special they're not you know seen heard no one wants to feel that way no and the thing is what people don't understand and what i've noticed too especially with men is that 
men feel obligated to a woman's affection. Like mm-hmm. the thing is, it's like, oh, you should you should automatically bend to my will. You should feel you should be like thanking me that I am reaching out to you to to court you. You should be grateful. Like, why are you not accepting my advancements? How dare you? It doesn't even become a situation of, oh, you rejected me. It becomes a situation of like, almost like, it becomes violent. Not even almost, it does become um, violent. Yeah, yeah. It does become violent. Because it, it, and not even just saying like violence actually happens, but it just becomes violent in, in just the sense of, they feel like you did something wrong to them. When all you just said was, I'm not interested. And I, I, we've seen and heard so many stories of women turning down men and they're, you know, either just lashing out like freaking madmen, just like losing their fucking mind. One guy even literally, this happened literally recently. A guy literally stabbed a woman in the back because she told him no one walked away and he pulled out a knife and stabbed her. Like, it is crazy. Funny enough, I have a story to add to that. In Toronto, like, I don't know how many years ago, before the pandemic, I guess this guy had his last straw. He asked someone out and she basically said no to. He took a white van. Remember, every van is that creepy white van? Yes. Creepy white van turned... (laughs) Turning to a murder. To um, piggyback off of um, some of the the violence that women experience, uh, you know, when rejecting a man. I can't remember if I told you guys this before, but uh, my best friend, she told me that, um, you know, she was out with her girls one night and uh, they were approached by a guy in a car who asked uh, her for her number and I believe she either she told him and she wasn't interested, no thank you, or that she was dating somebody. And then he w- was like uh, in his feelings, obviously. And then long story short, he pistol whipped her. Oh, my <laughs> God. They got the fuck out of there. Are but, you serious? Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. What is wrong with men? Yeah, and I've and I've heard. I remember hearing um, something some time ago about um, a, a a woman rejecting a man, and he like he like caved her face in basically. I, you see, it's like like what like and 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 that you know some men want to call women over emotional, but they go and do that when you're rejected. Okay, right. I was just exactly. about to say that. Like, how is that? Anyways, um. The story actually happened three years ago. It was in uh, April 23rd, uh, 2018. The man drove a white rental van into a crowded sidewalk and plowed into pedestrian and killing 10 of them, injuring another 15. So he literally like went fucking ham on everybody, all because of rejection. And you know what? I didn't know that was the reason. I've heard of this before. Yeah, that was the reason, but they're trying to make it seem like he was mentally ill or mentally unstable which it fucking pisses me off because from the name i think he's basically white when it comes to the safety of women and just the protection of women and just the overall just opinion of women it's like 
they're still not seen. They're still seen as less. They're still seen as less that less than. Like they're not. They're not seen as human beings. They're just seen as just these objects of men's affection. And that is why I get so freaking angry with sometimes Power Rangers when they just portray just these women as just, oh my God, what about you? And just throws their whole character out. Because it's like, women are so much more than just these catalysts, these, these, these placeholders, these stepping stones for men. Like they're they're just not. I mean, hell, let's let's just be let's just be candid about it. That's all Gia was. That's all Gia was. And to be truthfully honest, I hate that for her because of the simple fact that Ciara Hannah is a beautiful woman and she is so, she is just as beautiful inside as she is out. And the fact that literally all she was was just eye candy for Jake, and she didn't have not even a morsel of a personality other than just being just a tease for him. That is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, full stop. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it, it literally just shows just how utterly ridiculous we as a society view women. Like, it's, it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I don't know what it is about just mankind and just the way that we just view women, but we, but it's, it's always been there. And I do appreciate that now more and more, now more than ever, that this has now become a conversation, but it still is something that is, that is, that still needs to be cemented in the minds of our, of our young sons, of these young boys, of these young men. This needs to be cemented in their heads that no, this is not okay. If a woman rejects you, she just rejected you. Move on. Move on. Because I'm going to tell you, at the end of the day, you just ran into this pretty young woman. I bet you, you walk down the street a little bit further, you're going to run into another one. And you keep walking, you're going to run into another one. You keep walking, you're going to run into another one. You're, there's plenty of women out here that will be, in, that will be more than probably interested in, in, in probably talking to you. Why are you sitting here getting so upset over one woman who decided not to talk to you? Let it go. Let it go. You don't, you don't own her. And you that is Elsa. the issue. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I was, I was thinking of the you don't own me soon. <laughs> wow. Okay. Was it first wives club? <laughs> I was I was thinking about uh the Suicide Squad movie that was in there. Oh, I thought she was talking about the end in the first five clips. You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> that, that's my shit. You can't tell me nothing. Like, that's my song. But, like, yes, I remember it. I remember that. Um, but, but no, nah, like, it's just, it's just so weird that, like, that, that this is happening. And my heart goes out to them. But speaking of sexual harassment, during that little piece of uh, they during the letter, they also mentioned um, the Gao Festival. Now, the Gao Festival had Kazuyoshi Sakai, who plays Sataru Ushigome, Gao Black, 
he touched the lower half of Gal White's body during Gal Fest and posted the scene with the hashtag translating to Gal's Gal White's butt on social media. Since this was not a joke but a criminal act, questions were raised mm-hmm. on social media. Since Toei has yet to issue an, ex- an explanation, a signature campaign is underway. So that that has been going around Twitter for a minute, and I wish I would have tweeted this to y'all when I saw it. But I saw it once, and I was like, "What the hell?" And then I just like went right past it because I thought it, I I didn't even think it was real. Like I just thought it was just a bunch of cosplayers, like you know, like just doing just random stuff. But apparently, this was real. It happened at Gal Festival. And you literally had the actor who played Gal Black like pat Gal White on the butt. And, and apparently it was not an act. Like he did that out of his own volition. He just boop, pat on the butt and basically uh, and made a joke out of, tried to make a joke out of it, but Gal, but the actor who played Gal Red um, stood up and kind of like stood in between them and was like, what are you doing? Kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that happened. I'm glad that he stood up and, you know, you know, tried to jump in the middle of that. But even then, that's disgusting. Like, really? You're really what? Come on, dude. So, yes, Toei is they're They're, they're letting some major stuff. Um, go down and basically from from the from the consensus basically what they're what they're trying to do is they're just trying to um just cover stuff up just eat just as much as possible just you know extinguish the fire like who we, we can't let people find out because you know it, they're like many other co- corporations we can't let the world find out that this is happening um, until there's a whistleblower who is just like, you know, this is the tea and this is what's happening. Hello, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, <laughs> that's why we now have Meta. Um, you know, so it's it's just really strange how all of this stuff is happening. And, you know, Toei is just like, oh, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta, uh, we gotta make sure that this is this doesn't get any any worse than what it already is. Now, I guarantee you how much y'all want to bet that there's going to be an influx of female heroes coming up in the future. I feel like it is. I feel like it is. Because they're going to want to, like, ease ease this out, kind of, like, use this out of, like, you know, I know y'all heard us being real terrible to women, but hear us (laughs) out. See, we got this brand new female hero, right? Isn't she badass? Like, we're going to make her super fucking cool. And, like, she's going to be so freaking cool that you're going to forget all about what just did or all about the stuff that we're doing, right? Like, I'm pretty sure they're going to try to do something like that because this is what they do. Like, they're a company. This is what they do. Um, So I'm just looking to see how they're going to, you know, how they're going to make this situation better. Or to try, or how they're going to try to get themselves out of this situation, um, you know. But that's all. That's that's all I got. What do you do? You guys have anything that you are expecting from the end of this? You, I guess, your idea um, or what you just said—that'd be interesting. Um, I guess first off, um, 
we see so much stuff happening in America. Um, and for me, it is kind of, um, I shouldn't be surprised that stuff like this is going on, you know, in other countries uh, with everything that happened with the Me Too movement, Time's Up and all that in the last few years, I kind of just assumed that stuff was looking up for women in other places, but, you know, perhaps this could be a, um, for Japan, like a first, um, a first step in, in that, but it's just a shame that if what you are thinking happens, that it took this, you know, to cause that to happen. Right. And it should it should have been a thing of women getting opportunities to, um, you know, be the stars of the show and whatnot already. And then, of course, just in general, like just yeah. shooting women like human beings and not just objects and not disrespecting them with um you know the sexual harassment that we just talked about with um the unpaid time like it's just like just wow it, it was a lot to read that um and it was frustrating <laughs> because it's just like damn it doesn't feel like um there are too many um places in the world that are just um just doing the right thing the human race is just trash Amen. everybody is just trash just it, it's, 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 it's horrible. i just hope that anybody who has been affected and i, and I honestly do think I, I have to give credit where credit is due i really do now i don't know what's going on in the background or you know anything that's happening over with Hasbro and their team, apparently they've been having a wonderful time. Like the, the cast and crew of Power and Design of Fury has been being, you know, they've been living it up. They've been having a wonderful time with each other. Um, but just in terms of just what we've gotten in the show thus far, um, there's so much women empowerment in there like there's just like literally the pink ranger this is the pink ranger story like let's not get let's not get it twisted like yes we love ourselves a piece of zato we love russell we do and normally the red ranger is normally the spotlight but let's be clear this is the pink ranger story this is amelia's story so the pink ranger is getting all the spotlight the green ranger is probably one of the baddest females we've had in years like mm -hmm. you know it's just dino fury is just knocking it out of the park for the women and i'm just like see this is how you showcase women like this is how you showcase everybody because it's like you don't like power rangers and honestly I, i'm not even gonna hold you and i and i feel like I've echoed this before, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Mm -hmm. I feel like Power Rangers own, Power Rangers sometimes feel like how the record company kind of does with women in general, where it's like there can only be one. You know, like there, we can have plenty of male artists doing the exact same thing with no problem. But when it comes to a woman, there can only be one who specializes in this one thing. Nobody else can do it but her. 
you know? And I feel like Power Rangers has that same trope where it's like for years, you only had pink being the spotlight. Pink was the only one that got to do things. Whereas yellow or whatever other color didn't get to do anything. Normally it was always yellow. Never got to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and even then, a lot of times, yes, pink got stuff to do, but pink was also always the Red Ranger or whomever else's little lap dog. Like she was always the one who was so codependent. It was ridiculous. It's like trying to pull her away. And she's like, no, let me go. I got to go to him. It's like, girl, you are a whole person on your own. Oh no, no, no. I'm nothing without this person. Hello, Catherine. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like no tea, no shade. Like, and even Catherine Sutherland even knows that Catherine, you know, wasn't, was, you know, very codependent on Tommy. I mean, every time you turn around, it's Tommy. Like, you know, you got Adam standing right beside her <laughs> who could help her much faster than Tommy could, but she called in for Tommy. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like you constantly have these, these female characters always being portrayed in such a helpless state just to make men look better, just to make men look stronger. And that's, that's not how women work. That's never been how women work at all, you know? So I do applaud Hasbro for just being like, we're not feeding into this foolishness. We're going to make all our women badasses. And that's what we're going to do. So speaking of badasses, um, let's get into it. So Ryan Parrott, y'all. Ryan Parrott has been doing some big things. And, you know, he's been giving us fabulous work. He's been giving us um, a little piece of Power Rangers. First of all, he started out with Go-Go. He gave us probably one of the best, like, pre-Power Ranger-y, like, filling in the gap stories Mm -hmm. of Power Rangers ever. I mean, Go-Go literally was the Power Rangers that I wish we got to see in Mighty Morphin. Like, it was literally what I wish we had. Um, And it just told so many tremendously beautiful stories about them as, you know, before Tommy even showed up. Like, it gave us so much backstory on who these these Rangers, who these teenagers are. Um, So Ryan Parrott gave us that. Then he took over and just created some of the best arcs that we've had in Power Rangers yet. Um, and we're approaching one of the best, one of probably one of the biggest arcs ever, the Eltarian War. Um, you know, so he's just doing phenomenal work with the, with the Power Rangers comics. Well, surprise, surprise. This man has his own comic now. <laughs> He's coming out with his own work. He has tweeted out saying, hey, everyone, after working on this for over a year, I can finally share it with the world. This February, I have a new ongoing superhero series coming out from Image Comics, Rogue Sun. More info to come soon. What is it given? What do y'all think of, 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 of the look of Rogue Sun? What do, what do y'all think? Honestly, I think it's going to be fantastic. It looks fantastic. I'm here for it. 
I'm excited. It. I mean, he he took Power Rangers, and he turned it into basically Marvel in my eyes. I don't care what anyone fucking says. Okay. No dead ass. Dead ass. So it can't be a fail. It's got to be great. It's got to be just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I agree one hundred. I would agree as well. Um, I actually found a little synopsis um, for it. Oh, well, what is that? Um, okay, so Rogue Son being released around the 30th anniversary of Image Comics is about a rebellious teen whose father left him only to turn up dead. Oh, investigating the teen, investigating the teen discovers that his father was a superhero who's left his suit and powers. Parrot summarized, it's about a kid who has to solve his dad's murder and learn about the guy he hates. In wow. regards to Supermassive and Rogue Son, Parrot said it was a fun experience and hopefully people like it. Wow. Wow. I was getting, um, when I read about that, it, it reminded me of, um, I believe that's like somewhat of the isn't that kind of like star girl's premise didn't star girl find like her dad's suit or something like that well well if you're talking about the cw story well, no not it the wasn't suit, her the scepter the right? scepter yeah but it wasn't her dad the step the scepter just chose her but uh, but according but this is according okay, to okay, the cw's okay, version okay. now i don't know about the mm. actual comic but the cw version yeah it, that wasn't her father that was some okay, other random okay. man that looked like her dad apparently, but it wasn't him. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that um reading the reading the synopsis, um, that that has me even more pumped for it. So that that sounds cool. Like, I just got like okay. real quick for me. Um, I obviously have a lot of fun um with the Power Rangers comics. However, you know, sometimes with reading, I have to like really be in the mood for it. So <laughs> to introduce a brand new comic outside of Power Rangers is going to be interesting because I've um I I actually have a couple that I I have to finish. <laughs> so wow, add it to the list. <laughs> no, but, like oh, I, man, yeah. but when it's good though. It like goes by so quickly, but yes. I just gotta be in the mood for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I I can't even hold you. Like, I didn't know that that was what Rogue Son was about. Thank you for actually reading that because I didn't know, and that actually got me even more hyped to read it because I'm like that right there. I could see that in like in my head, but as Power Rangers though. Like, what if there was a Power Rangers <laughs> season where that actually happened, where it was like, oh, yeah, like, my I, my dad was never home, and, like, I freaking hate this man because he missed, like, all of my soccer games or whatever, and I freaking hate him. And then come to find out, like, this mug is a whole Power Ranger, and he died. And now I realize, holy crap, my dad was a Power Ranger, and he's dead, and now I have to find whoever killed him, and then it's some badass who was like constantly whooping his behind every week like ah oh, i love it i love it like that that just sounds amazing and i'm yeah like that would sound like a great power ranger season but whatever it's not so i'm definitely very excited <laughs> to read this <laughs> mm-hmm. i am excited i am excited to read it um so yes ryan we can't wait 
to mm-hmm. read this and and see what you got in store for us. Speaking yeah. of in store, so we about to get into these comics, y'all. Issues eight of Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get into Power Rangers because this this one I ain't gonna lie to you. This one was really good too. I enjoyed this one. So this one here, first of all, now thoughts by just you know thoughts on thoughts I, on what you felt. I got um. This reminded me of one of my favorite Power Rangers episodes in general. And it was the Lost Galaxy episode, uh, Escape the Lost Galaxy. It was a mic focus. Um, Just with the whole concept of going to a planet and doing like a recon mission to save civilians. Um, And they're, you know, they're being like a time, it's time sensitive. Right. So um, that that whole concept was really that was fun. That was a lot of fun. From um, first off, you know the the Hartanians, I believe that's how you say it. Um, them to be like a sav a savage um, civilization historically, and then to um, what we're going to get into to see like the different sects of the the civilians you have people that are you know they're they're going um behind uh till who's the like the king and then you have another group of people that are just you know regular civilians just trying to live and that aren't bad people and those are um ultimately the ones that were saved um and then uh the battle between the uh trini and jason and the zords taking on one of the imperials that was really cool as well i just um it it was this one was very suspenseful It, it was um one of those situations where it was so good like i finished it so fast and i'm like oh my god i want more right Paige Turner. It was interesting. I was very surprised by how much was going on with so little. I mean, I was having a hard time reading it, mostly because like I'm not in the mood to read it, but I'm, I had to read it, right? But I think had I been in the mood, I would definitely enjoy the series, like the, the this issue a lot more. But it was definitely... There was just like a lot. Like I... I don't... I don't even know what to make of um, the whole situation with how clever for once Laura Zed was. I'm still shook. And like, <laughs> it just, I know, mind boggles me how much happens. And I think at the end of it, one of the is, am I, if I'm wrong, he is the one that's basically trying to like reset everything, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. When I saw that, I was like, man. Yeah. Like, you were not wrong. Like, things are, like, things are picking up. They're getting juicy, yes. You're yeah. almost at the, the war. Yeah, like, like, I, I, I'm, like I said, like, I, I'm just at loss of words right now because I'm still processing what I just read. I'm, like, mm-hmm. shook. It was a lot. 
a lot mm-hmm. in such a tiny little issue. Exactly what mm-hmm. you said earlier. It was like a pace turner. It was just sort of like, and it, the only thing that was kind of confusing for me is the back and forth between the timeline, right? Um, so I had to like mm-hmm. try to remember which timeline belongs to which. Not that I'm saying like, mm-hmm. oh, it was so confusing. I, I wasn't able to caught on. It's just that I think because again, I wasn't in the mood to read it that I wasn't as focused as I should have been. For those of us who are, you know, are caught up on what is going on. So basically, you know, we left off on issue seven where the queen of Hartonia, uh, the, 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 the Glamazon, you know, she basically was like, so don't pay no attention to my husband. He tripping. Um, actually, we do need you. Um, mm-hmm. this, these things are coming to kill us. And yeah, like we need your help. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're on the spectrum too. And which is the name of their ship. And, you know, she and Tommy are having a conversation. And uh, once again, I do not care for Dragon. I, I, I don't. I don't care for Dragon. <laughs> However, he does have a good point. <laughs> the Hartunians are terrible people. <laughs> and, you know, they, because they, basically the Hartunians um, have always have been featured in the comics before. And, you know, we know of the Hartunians past and we know that they aren't good people because Zordon's people, the, the um, you know, the Eltarians had fought against the Hartunians a while back. So, you know, we know that the Hartunians have a very bad history of being just awful people. However, you know, one thing I really like about this comic is that it, it explores how just because these people have a bad past, it doesn't mean that all of them are like that. You know, like just us, they're, they're still known for being terrible people, but there's actually a group of people in that race of people that are not bad. They just want to live. Like they just want to be, be happy and just live their lives. But, you know, you have people like the king and his people who are still horrible <laughs> and stuff, but you know, then it becomes a situation. Is it becomes a situation of does your past still just because you have a terrible past does that mean that you are still, you know, and even though that like that does that past still can can it still follow you and still mean that you are still. Um, worthy of getting a certain punishment like mm-hmm. is, is is that is that fair you know um mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's very interesting for this to be explored like you know um so basically the imperial there we go oh gosh i forgot it is so <laughs> the imperial is coming down it's the the uh the king was like, my glory has arrived. My guy, you know, dog, well, you can't kill no Imperial. What are you doing? So, and literally in the same panel, she's like, my husband is a fool. Like, obviously, yes, he's an idiot. Um, but, you know, basically, she's basically the wife is just like, look, like, 
this is what's going to happen. This imperial thing is coming. You know, yes, we've done some terrible things, but I don't want my people to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want us to, I want us to escape this mess. My husband wants to sit here and try to, you know, get our people killed. And I don't want that. So, you know, Trini kind of questions, like, you are a queen, aren't you? Like, couldn't you just go ahead and start a revolution or something? That's what Zach says. And she's like, well, we tried. But my husband got such a stronghold on the people. The people that he mistreats. Exactly. Are so brainwashed into um, just accepting it, I guess. Exactly. That they, they, um, you know, defended him. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the scary part. Like, how many times have we actually seen that in real life? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. people get so mistreated that you get, you know, shillings on the dollar. That's what I call it, shillings on the dollar. Um, uh, (laughs) You get get underpaid, and Mm -hmm. the the wages don't match the cost of living. You're working Mm -hmm. your ass off. You can barely make ends meet, and you got these rich-ass motherfuckers telling you what you can and can't do and what you should be able to pay with your little piece yeah. of coin that you get. You know what I'm saying? And these people are literally caping for these millionaires trying to be like, well, billionaires. You know, we can get billionaires. Yeah, exactly. You know, being like, yeah, we can get this. We can get to this level of wealth. And it's like, you idiots. They are literally doing everything in their power to keep you from getting to that level mm-hmm. of wealth. Mm-hmm. you know and they are so brainwashed to believe that they can literally be these people and it's like you you can never be these people they won't allow it they won't allow it that is you know and and, and that is literally and and that's why i love i love 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 ryan's work because he literally mirrors the real world the real world so well um so literally you know She's begging them. Like she literally falls to her knees. And it's like, please save my people. Please. So the Rangers are just like, oh God. You know, like. (laughs) 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 They are like. Okay, like <laughs> the Rangers are like, oh my God, like, Jesus. Okay, we will help you. We promise we will help you. So, you know, obviously the Imperial is talking all that cash money shit, you know, being like, y'all ain't about shit. I'm about to cleanse all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? You are worthless scum. I'm about to go ahead and wipe all of y'all out because y'all ain't even worth living. So the king enlists his people and they, you know, they go to try to fight the Imperials, the Imperial and they're in the monsters that it creates. Well, guess who joins the scene? Okay, they, they look fucking gross. Like, I'm like, oh, snap. Like, first of all, don't they look like uh, Venom? They look like rock versions of Venom. I can see that. I was thinking about, um, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, my God. Infinity War? Thanos? Ah, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They do look re- like that, actually. Yeah. And now that you mentioned Venom, I really see that, too, because... I thought that they were like 
you know, um, running like on all fours, but they're actually running on two feet with just a bunch of arms. Yeah. So it's like a mix of both kind of. But, right, right. Like, that junk is crazy. Though. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> and of course, as we know, like, I'm pretty sure, like, those Hartoonians are getting thrashed. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they're just getting tore up. And of course, who joins the, who, who joins the battle? If it was none other than Jason and Tree. They come in in the, in the Omega Zords, like, we're about to go ahead and we about to we about to kick some imperial ass. So <laughs> Trini unleashes the Omega Sledge Strike and Jason gives a little piece of Omega Fire Fury. But shy, that ain't did nothing. Because that Imperial just went ahead and just, you know, took them to the ball and was like, okay, yeah, you that ain't did nothing for me. They ain't did nothing. Mm-hmm. But of course, this was all a diversion because literally Zach is trying to get the people out of the castle but of course what happens obviously we know we know this can't be a successful mission because obviously they got to get cornered by the king's men so obviously this isn't gonna go well this isn't gonna be easy so the imperial is still fighting the rangers and basically he is handing their asses to him he is he is stomping the ass child i'm like oh lord oh god this is not good and of course the imperial turns around and he spots the king child so i'm sitting here like this is giving real game of thrones honey i was like oh is this about to be a cersei moment where he kills cersei where they try to get rid of Cersei, but then she don't die. It was. <laughs> it was that moment. So you think he's dead because the Imperial goes ahead and destroys the castle where the king is, but we're going to get inside of. Yes. Exactly. I mean, just with a, sw- a flick of the wrist, just whop, just. <laughs> yeah. Just basically, just pow. Just like what 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 is what does the sound effect say? Like just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fathom the building. So you know you got a little piece of Zach and the Queen. They trying to fight off the King's men. Oh, yo, real quick, real quick. Um, we left out the part where um, when uh, Zach and the Queen are. Um, they're cornered. He told uh, Zach is like, get behind me, Empress. But then she's like, yo, this dialogue, I loved it. She like, please, I'm married to a narcissistic maniac. The first thing I learned how the first thing I learned was how to defend myself. Oh my god, I, love that. That. I was like, girl. I love you. And then at that point, I really wanted to save her too. Mm-hmm. Her. I was her. Like, I'm like, yes, please save like, them. Yes. Save her. Okay. She needs to like lead her like, people. Okay. Yeah. Sis turned into Xena the Warrior Princess. She was like, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Like, I got you. Like, baby, 
Like, sis was ready. She was ready. I love it. I love it. So, of course, you know, they fight and they trying to do their thing. First of all, like, I felt so bad because, like, she was like, like, this is, I knew this was not going to end well when she said, my people need to survive. Human, I appreciate your foolish attempt at chivalry, but please do as I ask. I'll be right behind you. Because he was like, mm-hmm. come on, I'm not going to leave you. And she was like, I'll be right behind you. I'm like, no, she's not. No, she's not. She's going to die. And right when that happened, I'm like, no, no. Don't do this. She actually, she reminded me of um, Laura Dern's character from Star Wars, um, Vice Admiral Holdo, I believe she had a similar situation where she like sacrificed herself for her people, mm-hmm. and that's that's what that reminded me of. Um, that was uh, oh my god, that's so cool to like make us care about that character in the course of an issue, and then two issues you know, she makes an altar. Mm-hmm. What? Well, yeah, the very, she the very end of the last one. Yeah, right. The very she came end. In one and and then all this, she's all showing this. Yeah, she's showing you know how selfless she is and how much she cares about her people so much so, like she's fine with not making it herself as long as her people make it as many as as possible. Mm. So I mm-hmm. really, I really like, I really, I, that was, that was great. That was just great. Great. Like, oh God, like that just, it just blew my mind. Just how freaking just, I'm like, how could you make me love this woman literally within like one, one and like a quarter issue? issue. And yeah, I think like, sad, but she was supposed to be a terrible person. She was supposed to be like, right. you know, like the village. She was supposed to be like what we hated. And then within five seconds, we're like, save her behind. <laughs> save her. And it's just like, we knew she isn't going to make it. At that moment, as soon as as soon as soon I read that line, I'm like, she's not going to make it. I, right? Make me it. too. I was like, she ain't going to make it. Like, no. Because we she know knew. the lines. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we know the lines. Exactly. We know was, the line. It was it's like, go without me. I'll be right behind you. Yeah. And they're never like, no, right behind you. They're never right they're behind They're never you. right behind you. They're never right behind you. So Zach, of course, is like, fine. But my ship, my ship's due north. I'll hold it for as long as I can. Take care of those losers and come and come lead your people. Now we all know that ain't going to happen, job. But okay, Zach. But I did so, like how he closed the door on uh, the husband. And I love how Lord Dragon is like, I thought I saw something in the forest. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Draken knew. Draken knew. Draken. Now see, Draken petty. And see, that is one thing I'm 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 gonna sit, I'm not gonna even sit here and, and lie. I, I kind of laughed at that boy too. I laughed. Because I was like, now Draken, you petty. Right? You petty petty. Right. Because really, sir, like you really you, you really gaslighting Zach. Because you know that wasn't you. You know you know Zach is probably not happy right now, and you really sitting here trying to gaslight this man. Like, ooh, dragging you get on my nerves. I had to laugh at that. But so we gonna so basically back at the ranch. You got that Imperial just waxing 
Jason just wham, smash, kathoom, just waxing that ass. And Trini hits him with a little piece of Jason, get ready. It was all a diversion. She's like, get ready. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, Omega Energy Vortex. First of all, they got so many damn names. I'm thinking this is Sailor Moon. So, because they got power attacks for days. Um, so they go ahead and they do, they do a little power attack, but it does absolutely nothing to this thing. That thing was just like, <laughs> what was that? Is that all you got? Is that mm-hmm. all you got? <laughs> And they sitting here like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it's like, well, damn. So <laughs> these poor babies. So they're just like, so we gotta get the, we gotta get the hell out of here. So you know, Zach is like, you know, well, she is like, we gotta go ahead and go. Like, you know, we we, we got to get off this planet. Zach is like, come on. Like, no, no, no. Like, I know she's coming. I know she's coming. And she's like, little baby, I know you want to save her. <laughs> but we got to go. <laughs> like, I listen, I know you care. But baby, we got we, we got to go, baby. We got to go. So Zach is like, okay. All right. So the shift is lifting off. And then that's when that is the scene that Lena is talking about. And I'm sorry. First of all, the way this the, the way this scene is drawn out, whoever did this is petty. <laughs> Cause you got the, the doors of the ship closing, and the king is standing there. And you see Zach's face <laughs> in plain view. He's he's like standing there in plain view. There was no force around him. It was in plain view. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, he was in plain sight, and Zach, and you just see the doors closing by Zach's face. <laughs> when I tell you, this scene is gold. I love it. I love it. Oh, it's amazing. And, and then, of course, <laughs> you get Lord Dragon go, hmm, I thought I saw something. I'm like, hmm. Was I mistaken? <laughs> like now, dragon. And Zach is like, I didn't see nobody. Like, what are you talking about? I ain't seen nobody. Like, I saw nothing. Nope. Nope. I ain't seen nothing. Nope. Like, nope. So basically, she is like, look, we out. So y'all got to come on. And they're just like, you ain't got to tell us twice. So they haul ass, Jason and Trini. And basically, the Imperial was like, so I'm about to go ahead and end this hoe. And he just <laughs> pulls a serpent terror, destroying the ancient city, and <laughs> just obliterates the entire planet. And you got the king being like, no, it can't end like this. <laughs> and he meets his end and you know you got the queen being like forgive me I'm sorry and she burns in the blast which is really sad I'm like oh <laughs> no no so obviously Zach feels the same way and the people are like well where is the queen we have nobody to lead us 
Where is the queen? I mean, I love how lost they look and uh, and how like dedicated they are. But at the same time, I'm like, think for yourselves. Right. Right. Like, I don't know. That was a little frustrating because like it's very much like, um, you know, like the sheeps, they're all just following each other. They're not really Mm -hmm. thinking for themselves. It was so that was really frustrating for me. I just wish that like they since they were so rebellious against the king, you figure that they would have a bit more of freedom of mind. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, yeah, thing, especially especially because the queen like that seemed like the what the queen was all about, um, right. you know, breaking out from under that king and you know fighting for her people like she took right. a stand so that's why like i was he, so confused the thing is and I, I agree with that i do feel like here's the thing with the people and like i could understand their confusion but i definitely understand where you're coming from but i can't understand their confusion because these are people who've never been they've never been free Mm-hmm. You know, they've never been free. They've never had the, they never thought for themselves. Like they always had either the king or the queen leading them. So, you know, it's like, well, what do we do now? Like we don't have, and especially with the queen being who she was and being so beloved. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they, they obviously feel like, you know, well, she, she is who she is the leader she's the leader of this revolution like without her we can't we can't make it and it's like but you can't because she you, she's she's gotten you to this point now it's up for you to carry her carry her message out it's up for you to le- to carry out her legacy which is exactly what they what um what Zach said He's like, you know, like she sacrificed her life to make sure you all got a second chance. And, you know, basically they were like, we honor her. And in, in this, in word and de- in deed, we live the, we live the way she wanted us to. Today, our people will start anew. So it's like, yeah, like that is what we have to do now in order to survive, in order to keep living, we have to honor her in that way because she wanted us to have that so i just feel like that is such a beautiful way of just wrapping that up but then zach brings up a very good point now zach and trini kind of you know get into it you know a little bit and i understood zach's frustration i understood it he was just like trini was like you know i know you're upset but the next time and he's like the next time what we'll save a few dozens Man, we got this superhero thing solved, don't we? Now, don't we? Now, I okay. understand his frustration, but at the same time, I'm like, my guy, like, you can only do but so much. You can't save everybody. Well, and that even, is something that heroes need to learn. Right. <laughs> no, and not even, okay, I agree with, with what you're saying, but the other thing that kind of kind of irritate me with this Trini is that she has this, like, I need to save everybody. We need to try to save everybody. So I think that was part I was kind of annoyed with when she said that because she did basically was like, well, we need to try saving this planet even though they're shitty people. Right. So the fact that she fought for them to save this planet and then to give Zach that speech, I was so annoyed with that. I'm sorry. No, like, like, I was definitely annoyed, yeah. I was like, no, you, you can't be... I understand where Zach is coming from because, like, you literally fought for us to help 
save this planet. You you argue against the king that did not want to be saved. You did all these things. And now that Zach is pissed and he's actually finally seeing what you're seeing, you're like, nah, what we did was good. It's fine. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, what? no. Was that, yeah. why, was that why you were so pissed that Lord Dragon was playing ball with you guys, even though that wasn't, mm-hmm. that shouldn't even need, been needed, but whatever. Well, shit. Like, let's let's not even forget. Like, literally, do, while they were trying to save Zach and Jason out of jail from SPD, that one S that one SPD officer got you know got killed off the train mm-hmm. or whatever, and she just fell to pieces over that. Yeah, there's like, that too. That's, that, that's the nature of the game. Like, what did you think this was? And, and, right. and I do feel like that is something like you, you're, you're exactly right, Lena. It's just one of those situations where it's like they, it, it, this, 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 it feels like the TV show Trini, well, this version of Trini is now coming to terms with real life. Not that, that, not that she didn't have it before, but now it's really being cemented. Like, this is the real, like, this is the real. Stakes are, stakes are higher compared to when they were on Earth. Exactly. Like, out here, ain't no little piece of, oh, we, we fight a battle and we win the day. We, we ain't doing that here. In space, it's completely different. Like, the, 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 the game has changed. You know, like, it is, we playing for keeps. And you got, if you die, you die. Like that, that it is what it is. And, you know, this idealism of this ideology of just like, oh, you know, we, we, we have to save everybody. We have to do this. We have to do that. You, you can't do that anymore. You know, you have to also worry about yourself. You have to worry about your teammates and you have to save as many people as you can. But also at the same time, you also have to be comfortable and be, you know, be fine with the fact that not everybody is going to live. And and that's basically what Zach is so upset about. Let that man have his moment. Exactly. Let him have his moment. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, why can't you let him soak? Like, you were soaking literally the entire, like, I don't even know, seven issues since we've been reading it. She's constantly soaking about, like, Lord Dragon. Constantly soaking about this. Like, girl... <laughs> Girl, yeah. you've had many moments where you saw let Zach do this one thing in peace for five exactly like exactly let the man be, you know. So when that scene happened, I was quite annoyed with that. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 Trini. I like you, but you need to step aside and let him deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree 100%. Like, let that man have his moment. Because the thing is, Zach has been happy pretty much the like this whole thing. Like, he's been just uh, the comment relief. Like, he's been, you know, making little jokes here and there, being shady to uh, the dragon. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been he's been just living his best life on this space voyage. But, you know, this man experienced, you know, something traumatic. Like, he watched someone you know like he watched someone that he you know that he became fond of like just die like he literally just like found out like he really literally just realized that this person did not make it like let that man have that you know what i'm saying like don't don't, this this is not the this is not the time this is not the time training like 
It's really not. And he gave you your moment. I'm sorry. He let you have your moments. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, definitely, yes. Like, that was just, that was not, that was not the move, Trini. That was not the move. But, so then, you know, obviously, we got at the very end, you know, because basically, Draken is like, we got to find a way to track that Imperial. And child. So, of course, we see the destruction of the, of the planet. And we see a very gruesome uh, uh, Hartunian skull that is being cracked and, you know, deposited in a molten bed of lava as a transmission pops through. And lo and behold, who is it? Zardis, oh ratchet ass. And this mug says, <laughs> Now, here's the conversation, right? Now, it says, is it done? The Imperial goes, yes, master. The cycle of creation begins. Once the fire dies, the, water, the waters will return and life will spring forth again. A more worthy life form should evolve within the next three billion years. Perhaps the next will be more civilized. And the Omega Rangers, they attempted to interfere, but were unsuccessful. They lack strength and conviction of their predecessors. Then another voice goes, we will deal with them once the task has been completed. As the master commands, says the Imperial. Until then, reunite with your brethren and wait for my command. All is going according to plan. And you can see Zardis in his armor holding the Zeo crystal. Now, Zardis ain't shit, because we already know. Zardis is holding a Zeo crystal. Um, some way, shape, or form, he acquired the Zeo crystal. So, hmm, what is this about? So that is Power Ranger. For all of that, after all of that, that whole journey we just went on, and then we see Zardis ass at the end as the as the master behind the freaking Imperials. What the hell? Nice. Mm-hmm. This was this was a good one. I, I really it was a really one. good one. I was like, now that's a plot twist. I saw how mm-hmm. they did that. They took that full circle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep and, can, yep. and this is how we connect to the other one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like it's it, it was exciting. I really enjoyed this issue. I was like, oh my God, this issue is so good. Loved the hell out of it. So that was issue eight of Power Rangers. Now we got one more, Mighty Morphin. Now, babies, this one I feel like was, you know, just as good. I enjoyed this one a lot too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, was it was it given? Like, was it give to, to y'all? Was it given as much as Power Rangers? You know, how did y'all feel about <sighs> Mighty Morphin 8? I didn't like it as much. I felt like it was sort of annoying. It was a really long dragged up battle for no reason. And <laughs> the whole thing with like um, Grace, honestly, that woman needs to sit her fucking ass down. She's so fucking annoying. She's literally the definition of a white privileged woman. 
With, with a uh of a, a, a is it vendetta? Am I saying that right? Vendetta. Vendetta. A vendetta. With a vendetta. Like mm-hmm. how are you any better than Zordon at this point? Mm-hmm. Is she? Is she any better than Zordon? Because no. Shao. You, you know what I mean honey? though? Like don't know. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Like that righteousness that she has going on. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so mm-hmm. fucking tired of her. Because you know what we—that's something we're seeing with this version of Zordon as well. So it's like they're, um, what's that term? The 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 same different sides of the same coin. Yep, that's it. Yeah, but you're basically you're basically doing the same thing, but you you feel like your motivations are different. You're you're motivated by wanting revenge. For you know Zordon traumatizing you as as a as a child. Oh, oh God, that sounds horrible. As a um as a younger person <laughs> sending you on a mission to the moon, and you watch these people who you thought were um you know maybe well I, who knows what her thoughts were about what her relationships with those people would be. She just met them, but she watched what three of them die yeah. like immediately too. They die like immediately. Yeah, because that green cycle ranger just annihilated their asses. <laughs> I mean, he just uh-huh. like that poor black ranger ain't stood a chance. Like, sis was just out the gate, just pow, just dead. I'm like, oh Lord. And then poor, poor Pink. Now I, I just felt like that was, I honestly felt like uh Pink was just like that was just wrong on so many levels. Like you, you ain't had to do the first uh, male pink ranger like that. Like that, that's just me. Like the ugh. but regardless, black, pink, and uh, and blue, they all died. And the only one who survived was her and Tarona. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dang, like for real, like these are the only ones that survived. Really, foolishness. So, you know, I like, listen, Grace, she is, she's a whole hot ass mess. That is, that is no lie. But the stuff that happens in this comic, I, listen, I, mm, 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 we going to get into it, child. We going to get into it. Cause this, this right here, some foolishness. So now one thing I do like about Mighty Morphin is they, they, they're, they're playing the go-go card of doing, you know, 10,000 years ago. You know, they 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 doing all they doing all of that, which I which I like. I like that. So basically, you know, they're setting up the story of the Zeo crystal, right? And funny enough, there was a certain warrior that was called. Now in the story of um, that they were being told, you know, basically it was like, you know, um, they said once the morphing realm was controlled by a chaos demon called Vitara and the first ones cried out for a savior and Zeon, the warrior God heard their calls. That name is very specific. So I don't know whether y'all know this. But Zeon was the actual first name that was originally supposed to be the Gold Ranger. Oh, wow. Before they named him Trey. Oh, I did not know this. That's interesting. I had no idea. Yes. So, 
you know, uh, uh, whatchamacallit is um, they, they pulling out all the deep cuts, honey. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, that is clever. That is actually very clever. Um, so, yeah, that was actually a, an original name that was, you know, that was used. So kudos to um, to them for actually using that as a um, using that as a name. So I thought that was pretty fucking cool. So Zion basically, you know, fought Vitara and was victorious, and basically, you know, um, forged the Zeo crystal. Now. Mind you, this does kind of... Uh, I don't know whether they retold the story or what, but remember, I don't know whether you remember, Lena, but Will, you read Behind the Grid, behind Beyond the Grid, right? Mm-hmm. Now, remember, yeah. there was a whole planet that was created of nothing but Zeo crystals. Right. So, yeah, so I'm like, he forged the Zeo crystal. So did he forge the Zeo crystal of this reality? Or like, how did that work? Because I, I don't know. It's like, hmm, it, are we telling the same story or is Beyond the Grid a whole separate story on its own? That no. this, this is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you just made me almost choke on my spit. <laughs> that was so unexpected. Like, don't... <laughs> oh, wow. But yes. So, uh, so, yeah, who knows? so is there only one Zeo crystal or um, is there, like right. In this, or or you know, um, like you said, is this the one zero crystal from for this sect of the galaxy, or who knows? Who knows? Maybe right. we'll get more info on it later. Right. Hopefully. But I like mean, I said, yeah. hopefully, Beyond the Grid is just like another dimension. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking Beyond the Grid is like a whole different like a whole different dimension on its own. It just exists in the ether and on its own and, little scepter. And something something that I've, I've thought for a while um, was because of the shattered grid and how, you know, even though things were restored, like Jen had said in shattered grid, even if things are repaired, it's still like a piece of broken glass. It'll never completely be the same. So that, I felt like that was the perfect way to explain differences in the story going forward, not being exactly how they were on TV. Um, Right. And also potentially creating other dimensions. So, yeah, I mean, like they, 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 it's, it's right there. So. Which is exciting because that means that there's so many doors that are opened to to explore in this world because you know they, we we've only known what we've seen in the show you know and the simple fact that literally 
You know, th there's so many things that could have been happening behind the scenes, so much knowledge, so much, so much history that happened that we haven't even tapped into that is happening concurrently at the same time that the show was going, but we only knew what was happening on Earth. And, you know, when you start introducing all these different characters, and that's one thing I really like about the comics, because they are exploring what's happening underneath, what's happening in the background. Because mind you, you know, astronomers is still running amok at this time. And that was always something that, you know, really just made sense. It's like, okay, so astronomer is still, you know, she's still a thing. At this, at this time, you know, because at some point she should have been branded the, the, the princess of the princess of evil. Mm -hmm. Like what was going on with that? Andros is Andros was Andros made a ranger Andros the same time as exactly was Andros and Zane made a ranger the same time as the mighty Morphin rangers. Like how long was you Andros in the game? So. You, you have know, to think so. yeah, exactly. So it's like. How long was he in the game? Like, it, it's just all of these little different things that are happening all at the same time and in the background. And it's like, this is very interesting to, you know, to put to, to put and piece together. So I am like very excited of what, you know, what could be, you know, what could be ha happening. Well, of course, now they do bring a little piece of information in here that is very, very interesting in this conversation. So, of course, Zophram, Zardis, and Zordon are having a little piece of conversation, child. They have, well, whomever this guy is, um, I want to say this, that is who that is. But anyway, um, they're having a little piece of conversation. And, you know, he says, you know, Zordon, as much as I appreciate your unwavering faith, the council has specifically forbade anyone from using the Zeo crystal. It's simply too dangerous. Because Zordon was just like, let's just go ahead and use the Zeo crystal, wipe these motherfuckers out. And they're like, no, 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 no. Um, so then, you know, you know, um, he was like, then you must convince them. Zofram, I don't blame you I don't blame you for being frightened to use use that. And then Dofram is like frightened. Did you know that if I'm ever taken captive, Dark Spectre has decreed that I have I that I'm to have my skin peeled from my bones and made into a coat. And he was like, I did not. And he's like, then do not lecture me on the nature of fear. Now that is very interesting. Because that is giving a very, very, very descriptive mm -hmm. <laughs> look of how someone else looks. Mm -hmm. it's so, kind of, um, what, what's that? A foreshadowing? Foreshadow. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, hmm. Hmm. okay. So, you know, they're just like, well, no one touches it, right? No one touches the Zeo crystal. We just leave it alone. So back at the ranch in the present, Angel Grove. So the chaos putty is putting the smack down on Tommy and is waxing that ass. Trini comes in with Aisha. The... God 
damn it. I saw the tire coin and was like, Trini, no, it's Aisha. Yes. Trini comes in. Trini, Aisha. Aisha comes in. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Aisha comes in in the Griffin. Come scooting along. Child, I ain't never seen the Griffin drive that fast. First of all. That's what I was just thinking. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking how funny that must look because it doesn't have legs. It doesn't have legs. (laughs) Listen. Aisha was, listen, Aisha was driving through Angel Grove like a Tomb Raider. She was speeding. This is like, listen, I know the speed limit is 35, but bitch, Ooh. I'm about to do a whole, I'm about to do a whole 60 down this mug. Like Aisha was not playing with you hoes. Like she really wasn't. I love it. I love it. So this is the first time that we ever actually seen the Griffin be useful. So we love it. Um, and you know, so she's just speeding through, and you know, she is like helping out Tommy, right? So, of course, we got, you know, we got everybody looking on the little computer screen being at Promethea, being like, we got to do something. Well, that's Matt being like, we got to do something. Yeah. And Grace is like, well, we are. We're standing here and we're being smart. Like, we ain't getting involved in that shit. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, And the one thing I love about Matt is just that, like, literally, he is just like, look, I didn't stand here. I didn't become the Green Ranger to do nothing. Like, you know, like I I want to help. Like I want to, you know, I want to be useful. And Grace is like, I understand that's what you signed up for, but you actually signed up to be my warrior. And I am telling you to sit down and shut up. So do your job. So that's basically the energy here. Like Grace is like, earn your place, learn your place, earn your spot. Like, you don't get to make the demands around here. I do that. So, of course, you got the um, Lord Zed is standing in front of the Rangers, like, you know, all cheeked out, all double cheeked out in his armor booty, being like, (laughs) being like, Rangers, I told you, you have the power to end this. Just give me what I want. Like, and just think of it. No more monsters, no more fighting, no more, no more nothing. You can just live your life like normal. Just give me Zordon. That is all I ask. That's all I ask. Just give me Zordon. And they're like, nah, bruh. So, you know, of course, they, they got to put the paws on them. So they start fighting back. You got Adam and, and, and Rocky, you know, handling a little piece of Goldar. Kimberly coming through with the arrows. Like, you know, shooting them little piece of arrows and stuff. I'm like, first of all, we ain't never seen Kimberly shoot four, five, four and five arrows at a time. Like, she only be shooting one, which I'm just like, first of all, where them arrows come from? But since I only shoot one arrow. Where does the bow come from? Okay. Where is the bow? Where is the string? Where is all of this? Like, <laughs> since we just oh, launching great. one arrow. Speaking of just launching, like, why don't I just launch Zordon to them? Like, that's what you want? Hey, you know what? It's one sacrifice. Have how many people? Listen, uh, that's their damn mentor. They don't, don't, I, I don't, don't care. They don't know what to do. I they don't, don't know what damn. to do without him. 
<laughs> not I don't care. Like, man, I don't care. Throw but his no, ass out there. No, but think about shit. it. Think about it. I bet you sort of would be giving would be the one to give that speech. Like, well, it's only one for the greater good. Well, Whoa. I'm sorry, Thornton, but you are only one for the greater good, too. <laughs> I mean, listen. They they ain't gonna they ain't gonna throw Zordon under the bus. They love Zordon too much. Now, mind right? you, but meanwhile, like, Zordon does not have any problem throwing them under the bus. Grace, oh girl, you just stole. You just literally took the words out of my mouth. Like <laughs> Zordon don't give two shits about the asses. Like he just thinks that they, he thinks of these little teenagers' children. He thinks of them as stu- as soldiers, right? Like he don't no. care nothing about them like that. You know, all I'm trying to say is. You treat people how you want to be treated. So the way I see is that I would have been like, you know what, guys? You want Zordon? Take him. Leave this town alone. Leave the people here. Take him. Okay. Take him. And take Grace while you're at it, too. (laughs) We don't want her. (laughs) Listen. Grace, listen. Listen. Grace is like, look, I know this is what you want. I don't really like the motherfucker either. You can have him. Like, just don't kill me. I, you Hell, you can destroy this whole town if you want to. But leave right. me and Prometheus alone. Like, right. I'm let us you. be fine. Like, that woman, she, she's some next level shit. She's just as no. evil as like, <laughs> Yes, she is. She is. She's a whole hot ass mess. Like Grace is just she. She's something else. She's really something. Else. So I'm over no. her. I'm over Zordon. Like, like they need to sacrifice Zordon. They need to sacrifice Grace. They need to sacrifice everyone and anyone that would like leave the town alone. Leave the people alone. Just, just take okay. them and go. Like, go off to that moon. The galaxy, wherever y'all want to be, you know, like just leave us. Just leave us. Promethea, like I don't care. (laughs) Just leave us. Leave us be. Give us us free. Give us us free. Like just, (laughs) oh, just let us go. You know, like that's that's all I'm saying. But I do love the uh, random interview at the very end. Where the lady goes, oh yeah, a giant flea saved my purse. I'm like, are you? <laughs> listen, I listen. I appreciate her because she was just like, listen, this little random, this little random boy was gonna haul up on my purse. This is the third purse that done been stolen from me. <laughs> and finally, a big ass flea just stomp curb stomped his ass. I am happy. Like, listen, I am so happy with this. Thank you, Lord Zed. Run for mayor. Like, listen, sis was so happy. And did you see the look on her face? Like, sis was ecstatic. Like, she's just like, this is what we need. Like, bump the police. We need fleas. Like, We need gigantic fleas in this mug. Like, that's what we need. You don't understand how amazing that, 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 just that one liner was. Oh, that that made my night. Okay. That made my my whole week. (laughs) I love her. Like, that lady, she, she was amazing. I, and, and the thing is, you know, she was clamoring to talk to a reporter too. You know, she was. Like, as soon as she saw a camera, she was like, ooh, my moment. Let me tell you about this fleet. <laughs> Let me tell y'all about this fleet that saved that saved me from getting my purse stolen. Oh my Let me tell y'all. 
So she's probably she's gonna be one of them people who gonna be like, now Lord Zed, now hear me out. Lord Zed <laughs> is not a bad person. <laughs> he just he just has bad intentions. That okay, be directed with the love of God. Okay, like he he can be saved. He can be, which. <sighs> He actually was, but you know, she was like, he can't be saved. Like he is not a bad person. He is not a bad person. But of course, then you got, you know, Zelia who comes in the back and, you know, slices it, you know, from behind. (laughs) And she was just like, and she comes through, you know what I'm saying? With Kim, you know, giving us girl power, Charlie's angels, like, bow. So then, you know, of course, you got Matt who was like, man, I can't stand here no more, man. Like, I got to do something. And she's just like, okay, Matt, go ahead. damn, shut up. Just go. <laughs> so <laughs> she was just like, shut up, boy. Just go. So, you know, she sends, she tells him to go and not screw up. So Billy, so of course, Matt somehow contacts the command center and of course he's like billy i need you please help me and this is the moment we've all been waiting for we've all been waiting zordon said what the hell is going on between the sheets in my home and then oh Billy is like, baby, wait, let me explain before you start to <laughs> Like, this is the moment. No. It was like, and of course, you notice I ain't singing a certain person's part, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, this, God. Was, <laughs> this was that moment where he was just like, oh, man. What is this, honey? Like, <laughs> what is going on? And, you know, Billy is like, oh, it's not what it looks it. like. It, it, it's not what you think. Like, it's not what it looks like. I, you know, I just maybe got a little overzealous it was just like i i just needed to figure this out and i kind of consulted grace and i may have reactivated the green ranger powers and didn't tell you i'm sorry question mark well first of all i'm surprised he didn't feel the energy source you would think I'm, you know, I'm just saying, like, Zora, what the fuck are you doing? Why why are you not feeling the energy, Zora? Why don't you go alpha? Let's see what's happening on the globe. Like, wait, does alpha sense? I don't even know. (laughs) Listen, I mean, he be feeling everything else because, I mean, Mug always be, I I got to go and recharge. Or I right. or I, I I'm sensing something alpha right. contact the rangers. You know, like he right. always feeling something. Right. You ain't felt this. Right. You ain't felt a whole ass energy green energy ranger. Like I, I don't know. I got no words. Girl, child, and Zordon let him have it. I mean, Zordon, I mean. Zordon was like. Zordon how do we mad. trust you again? If you know how to fix everything, learn how to fix this. If you fix this, and I consider you as a genius, I was like, 
first of all and let me tell you something let me let me tell you something when zordon was sitting here reading billy fulfilled when he was reading him first of all i'm like oh can somebody stop moving let's see um when zordon was reading him fulfilled first of all i was like now zordon you got some damn nerve because you are the last person that should be going as hard on Billy as you are. Because lest we forget, Zordon, lest we forget, you did some terrible things. Exactly you caused people their lives. I was going to bring up. You did terrible things. And you have the audacity and the unmitigated gall to, to tell Billy, to basically treat Billy like he did something so heinous, so evil. Lest we forget, Zordon, you are the main person that literally sent the SPD officers after the Omega Rangers because literally, you literally told them that they couldn't do what they needed to do to figure out this threat. You took what they were trying to tell you as just, oh, it's whatever. It's whatever. We'll be fine. Like you did not even you did not even believe the Omega Rangers enough to even believe that what they were facing was a real threat. Mm-hmm. And base and then had the audacity to basically tell them you're not Rangers anymore, mm-hmm. sir. You are literally alienating everybody. You are alienating everybody who does not follow your immediate orders. Mm-hmm. Like you are just you are terrible. You are terrible at your job, sort of. So basically, he's like, you know, he's like, you gave away one of our precious, one of our most powerful weapons, and you know, all, all this stuff. And it's just like, dude, like, really? Really? Like Zordon just was wilding. So of course you got you know Trini in her in her Trini Aisha in her Zor scooter you know flying through Angel Grove and and that thing is chasing her honey <laughs> it is after for Aisha and I felt so bad. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know that thing ain't going no more than 50 miles per hour, but she is gone. Girl, I'm like, Aisha, girl, go, girl. I'm rooting for you, girl. I'm rooting for you. I am rooting for you. <laughs> Listen, child, the way that Griffin neck look, she got that Griffin in the wind. Like, <laughs> that Griffin neck is all bunched up. Like, I'm crying, oh, God. I'm crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> baby, the way Aisha got this thing going, I love it. Aisha is not playing no game. She has no good baby. You see the car that she done flipped up? Like she flipping cars. Like I, I, you ain't playing with y'all. 
Now this girl can drive. That's somebody that you want on your team when you got somewhere to go. Aisha's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Baby, she got that thing in the wind. I love it. I love it. And then you got Matt coming in with the dragons, the updated dragon sword, which actually looks really bad. Yeah. It comes in and it just starts wrecking shit. So (laughs) Tommy does his little moves, little fireball moves, and you know, they just went ahead, destroyed all the little putties and stuff. And then, you know, um, you know, everybody is like, yay, the dragon sword saved the day. Basically, Matt gets all the all the praise. And And, you know, everybody's all excited and happy. And then, of course, you know, you got um, the Black, Red, and Pink Rangers basically just, you know, beating the shit out of the putties and Godar and basically sends them packing. And, of course, you know, Grace had to be like, you know, she got to get in on the action, too. So she brings her men out (laughs) and they just start beating up Z putties, too. And Godar is like, you know what? I ain't got time for this shit. And Grace pulled out a gap. Yo, I was like, excuse me? Not Grace pulling out the revolver. And it's like, yo, like, you got two seconds to get out of here. I'm putting a cap in your ass. And Godar is like, all right, all right. I ain't never liked you anyway, ho. And disappeared. I mean, mind you, Goldar always be running with his between his legs. Always. Always. I mean, this is this is who Goldar is. Like, Goldar is always going to do that. But I just found that so funny that Goldar was just like, yo, I ain't never liked your ass anyway. And, <laughs> and disappeared. I'm like, well, damn, Goldar. So you got a little piece of Zelia still fighting Lord Zed, but Lord Zed captured her. And basically is being like, you know, I got everything I came for, including you. <laughs> and teleports her away. And they're like, ah, shit. I was like, fuck. <laughs> no. I'm not going to lie, was like- that was a twist. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, this isn't good. This isn't good. So then, of course, we got a little piece of the Rangers in the command center. And basically, the military was like, now, first of all, this is the first time that we actually ever seen the military in Power Rangers like that. Like, well, in the Mighty Morphin era. Like, I found that very interesting to see that we actually had, like, the military being like, so, like, we were ready to blow shit up, but thank you for, <laughs> for having us avoid, you know, nuking Angel Rope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tommy was just like, next time, can he show, he was like, uh, the president sends his appreciation. And Tommy is like, well, next time, can you show, can he show his appreciation by, like, not nuking our, nuking our parents? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, the, the guy from the military is like, well, yes there's still an issue of infiltration and we don't know how many Z putties are still with the population. So we're going to be deploying. And they're like, uh, Aisha's like, uh, no, you won't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you won't. You ain't doing shit. (laughs) 
Aisha was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> no, you won't. You ain't doing that. And they were just like, no, we're, we're going to do this. And he's like, well, the president isn't going to like this. And it's like, uh. And Rocky was like, don't go to war with us, General. Look what happened to the last guy. Ooh, burn. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Rocky, you do it. You get, you dig into his ass, Rocky. And then, of course, we have the little interviews and we see some familiar faces. We see some familiar faces. Um, you know, you see, uh, you see, obviously, like we said, the old lady. We see Violet. Mm-hmm. You know, we see a little piece of Violet. Still talking shit. Okay, but, Violet. But, first of all, Violet, Violet do uh, not like the Power Rangers to save her life. Sis is like... She has valid points. I'll, I'll give her that. No, she does. She does. Like, everything Violet says makes perfect sense. But, girl, I mean, damn. Like, you don't like the Rangers at all. Like, Sis is just like... Yeah, no. I'm good. Like, like first the Green Ranger was working with Zed. Now he saves the city. Like, nope. Something don't sound right. Nope. Nope. So, you know, Matt, you know, is on Ranger Station. And Matt basically, you know, he... I feel kind of bad for Matt because Matt really did want to do the right thing. And it's just one of those situations where it's like sometimes doing the right thing, it doesn't always get you the results that you want. Mm-hmm. You know, like doing the right thing sometimes come has, you know, comes, comes at a price. You know, and he was just like, you know, I never stopped fighting for you. The Green Ranger and Promethea are dedicated to protecting you in the city of Angel Grove by any means necessary. And that's what I stand for. So I'm like, I appreciate you, Matt. I hear you, Matt. I appreciate you, too. So Bulk and Skull basically is trying to, you know, they they trying to make money. First of all, they said membership starts at only $5 a month. I know that's right. Y'all better promote mm-hmm. y'all OnlyFans. <laughs> so poor Billy. <laughs> poor Billy was he's sitting outside the command center all alone at night. Like, oh Lord, what I'm gonna do? Rocky putting together little bottle caps with his that was sister. Nice back. <sighs> that was so beautiful. Uh, now didn't this little part remind you of uh power rangers the 2017 movie at the very end mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay uh, i didn't i didn't even peep that yeah it really kind of felt that way with little different montages of everybody living their lives and stuff i was like oh because like i felt like rocky was giving real trini with the with um when she was repainting her wall <laughs> I thought that that was really cute. I was like, oh. And then you have Matt, you know, um, you know, signing, you know, signing autographs and Kimberly and Tommy sitting there looking like this motherfucker right here. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. Zed is sitting here talking to Zelia. And he said, 
And he's basically just, well, not talking to her, but he just basically got her in a cage. And he's just like, yeah. And then so, he's at the uh, skull looking for his girlfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really sad. I was like, you. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's really sad. Oh. Like, Skull really loves that girl. And I'm like, baby, mm-hmm. you don't give up looking for her. Don't give up looking for her. Because he he loved himself some um some little piece of Zelia, honey. And I hope he do find her. I hope I hope they do find each other. Cause it cause and the fact that Bulk was so supportive and was like, I'm willing to, I'm willing to look for her too. Mm-hmm. I'm will I'm willing to look for her and be and you know try to find this girl for my so my friend can be happy. Just like dag, like that's so messed up. Ugh. But yes, but yes. So that is the end of Mighty Morphin Eight, y'all. We are getting closer and closer to the Eltarium. This is exciting. This is really ramping up. Mm-hmm. And I just can't wait to see what's going to happen. Like, this mm. is... the uh, uh, Just... We know that Zardis is, is in control. We know that he's behind the Imperials. But also, the fact that I'm pretty sure Zordon is going to be so gooped and gagged when he finds out that one of his own one of his own has betrayed them and betrayed everything that they stand for as Eltarians. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be big. This is going to be big. So, Ryan Parrott, you've once again outdone yourself with this writing. Um, I'm definitely going through this again. Um, actually enjoyed it more than I remember. <laughs> yeah. Which I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it already, but like that was a lot of fun. No, for real. For real. Because I'm going to tell you right now, like I didn't honestly, after actually talking about this, I did not realize that Aisha was speeding through the city like that. Like uh, I I was, I didn't realize that. I was like, wait a minute, was she really hauling ass through the city like that? I love it. I love it. We didn't even know them Thunderzords could even drive that fast. Like, (laughs) this was gone. I love it. I love it. Well, all right, then. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode of Tribunal of the Grid. Once again, my name is Brandon. My name is Lena. And I'm Will. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye!